0: What does it mean to connect to your future at Lake Michigan College? They connect you to your future opportunities. They partner with local industries and employers, ensuring their programs align to the needs of the community's workforce. Lake Michigan College can help you get to the future you want. Visit lakemichigancollege.edu. In the WSJM newsroom, I'm Ken Lundberg. The Van Buren County Sheriff's Office reports that early yesterday, just before 3 a.m. Sunday, law enforcement received several calls about a dark-colored sedan traveling eastbound on I-94 Highway near mile marker 56. The vehicle was described as driving all over the road at erratic speeds and unable to stay in a lane. Deputies located the car seven miles later. A traffic stop was attempted. The vehicle refused to stop, and a pursuit ensued. Spike strips were deployed but didn't stop the driver. They eventually stopped the suspect with stop sticks at the U.S. 131 interchange. Deputies arrested the driver without incident. The passenger had a visible firearm in his waistband. Deputies were able to safely remove the gun and, after a brief struggle, placed the passenger into custody as well. The firearm was found to be stolen. Both suspects are awaiting arraignment on multiple charges. Three Berrien County school districts have signed on to take part in a lawsuit against social media companies because of the effects of social media on young people. Named in the lawsuit are Facebook and Instagram owners' meta-platforms TikTok and Snapchat. St. Joe Public Schools, Eau Public Schools, and New Buffalo area schools have all joined the suit. New Buffalo Superintendent Adam Bowen tells us in his years as an educator, he's seen what social media has done to young people, damaging their mental health and their ability to learn mental health issues have been higher than ever especially with the youth and I know there's contributing factors especially on social media that can heighten these so especially when these algorithms and these social media companies are showing things over and over and over that could be detrimental to our youth I think it's important that I as a school leader do anything possible that I can to help protect them Bowen says new Buffalo area schools became part of the lawsuit when he was sent some materials on the action and presented them to the Board of Education. There isn't yet an estimate of what kind of damages would be awarded to the school districts if they're successful, but the funds would go to mental health programs. Bowen says he believes the companies should at least be required to keep inappropriate material away from students. Applications are now being accepted for the next round of Barron Community Foundation scholarships. BCF's Lisa Cripps Downey tells us the foundation manages a wide variety of scholarships, for both graduating high school seniors and adults expanding their education. We have over 50 different scholarships that are available through the Barian Community Foundation, and we anticipate awarding over $300,000 in scholarship this year to our local students. Downey says the scholarships are all possible thanks to donors who set them up, either to honor a loved one or to support a career they consider important. These are endowments, therefore funded in perpetuity. cripps Downey also wants the students who might be interested to know something. There's a perception that these scholarships are only available for students who are a 4.0 student and doing all kinds of activities. Most of our scholarships are for students who are 2.5 GPA or above. Grips Downey says getting one of the scholarships is usually more about the interests and goals of the student, not whether they've earned straight A's. Students can apply for multiple scholarships and only have to fill out one application to do so. The deadline to apply, February 1. You can find the applications at the Berrien Community Foundation's website. Congressman Bill Heisinger has introduced legislation seeking to increase transparency at the National Institutes of Health. He tells us the Grant Reform and NIH Transparency Act would require the creation of a mechanism to share NIH's internal grant-making information with independent outside researchers. 83% of NIH's budget, which is about $48 billion a year, goes to fund research through their grant program, but it's very much a black box. People that are denied grants don't get feedback and don't understand why that grant was denied. They're not told, they're not compelled to be told why. There's no third-party validation or outside reviews of those. Eisinga says requiring the NIH to exp- explain its decisions will hold its managers more accountable and give the public insight while making the grant process more competitive and efficient. He adds, under the current process, the NIH once provided funding for the EcoHealth Alliance to partner with the Wuhan Institute of Virology in China to study bat coronaviruses. Look for new drain work in Bridgman to handle local flooding issues. A Board of Determination that was formed to decide whether a drain project is needed to reduce flooding in Bridgman has concluded the work is necessary. Berrien County Drain Commissioner Chris Quatran tells us an area bounded by Lake, Pearl, Church and Clark Streets is prone to flooding when it rains. That's because the nearby Williams and Essig drain built in 1910 is no longer adequate to serve the area. Quatran says the Board of Determination on November 21 heard from about 10 residents who shared their flooding stories. Talking afterwards after they met, they said it's pretty apparent that something needs to happen there. So now it's turned back over to the Drain Commissioner, which we're going to try to fast-track this process. The week of the 12th, we're going to have our value analysis workshop, which we are going to start developing the scope of the repair maintenance expansion and redesign of that drainage system there. Quatran says no new drainage district will be needed. He believes the current drain needs to be expanded sending the water collected into Tanner Creek, the creek that winds through Bridgman and empties into Lake Michigan. Quatrin says he's aiming to fast-track the improvements so work can be done in 2025. The Howard Trail Bridge behind the St. Joe Water Treatment Plant will be closed this week. St. Joseph Public Works Director Greg Grothaus tells us there's been an ongoing restoration project on the pedestrian bridge over the railroad tracks. We've done a couple sections of the bridge. They remove all the decking off the bridge. They what they call clean the steel, so they use some power impact equipment to knock all the rust, pack rust off the the steel frame. Look for any holes in the steel frame and make repairs if needed. Groundhouse says the bridge needed some work, partly as a result of both city and residents using salt on it during the winter. They would salt the bridge deck so it wasn't slippery so people could use it year-round. And Salt and steel don't like each other, so it sped up the deterioration of the steel. The city will no longer use salt on the bridge, Grouthouse says. The final bit of work starts Monday with some cleaning and inspections. It's expected the bridge will be back open on Friday. Whirlpool Corporation is holding a Home for the Holidays online appliance sale to benefit the United Way of Southwest Michigan. United Way marketing manager Jennifer Tomchak tells us you'll be able to buy more than 100 brand new appliances at discounts of up to 40%. We're taking the inventory that didn't sell at the last in-person appliance sale, and we put all of the items online, and they are available for sale through the website that we created for it. They have everything from stand mixers to kettles and blenders. Tomchak says the online sale will benefit people that are right here in southwest Michigan just a stress-free shopping opportunity avoiding the holiday rush shop from the comfort of your home and help out your neighbors in the community who need the support of united way the sales are pickup only with the pickup location being the whirlpool warehouse on hilltop road in saint joseph pickup days are december 13 14 and 18 we have a link for more information at our website wsjm.com and the ski hills of northern michigan are officially open Boyne Mountain and the Highlands started spinning their first chairs of the season on Friday. According to the resorts, this week brought the region's first substantial snowfall and temperatures needed for snowmaking. They've been making snow around the clock. This week, both resorts will close the slopes to focus on additional snowmaking and grooming before opening again this Friday. In the WSJM Newsroom, I'm Ken Lundberg.